The Buff First Stretch podcast taps into the extraordinary endeavors that ordinary humans are doing daily to better their lives in their community. The goal of these conversations is to lengthen and extend our perspective on fitness, nutrition, holistic health, the mind-body connection, and what motivates us. The final portion of each episode will provide a guided meditation to self-reflect on the theme of the interview. Brought to you by Jennifer McCracken of FitFam Conchi. Hi, I'm Jen McCracken of FitFam Conchi. Thanks for joining me today on episode 33 of But First Stretch. If it's your first time, I'm so glad that you are joining me. My podcast theme is about what everyone is doing to make their community better. We look at fitness, the planet, and so much more. I'd love to hear how you are stretching your mind, body, or soul. Please share with me this week on my social media accounts. You can follow me at FitFamConchi on both Facebook and Instagram. You can also follow me at JenniferMC3 on Facebook, sorry, Instagram, and Jennifer McCracken on Facebook. I normally do my three wrap-up questions at the end, but this episode is a little bit different. Normally, I also have someone in the community that I'm interviewing, but I also like to pause and talk about something that is topical today and maybe some people can relate to. So my three wrap-up questions I'm going to talk about is how I'm stretching myself, doing something for myself, and what I can't stop talking about right now. So right now, I am participating in Yoga Home's free 14-day meditation experience. It's only three, like day three, and I'm loving Maura Manzo's five-minute meditations to start my morning. Yesterday, my three-year-old joined me, and it meant the world to me having him there experiencing it too. I also love how it is an experience. You can still register to join. I have the link below in the show notes and in my bio on Instagram. Also, I can't wait to get back to you on this, but recently my three-year-old is experiencing some fear of the dark. He sleeps with a light on and has been making bedtime really tough. So if any of you have been through this, please send me feedback, advice, what has worked for you. I'm trying out the Moshi sleep app to see if that helps him before bed. Basically, it's like stories to help him calm down. And I'm hoping it alleviates his fear. Basically, it takes so long to put him down to sleep, and it's getting kind of exhausting for my husband and myself. Um, I do have a code down below for 25% off if you are interested in trying it out too. And you can also, I think there's a seven-day free trial if that's something that would interest you as well. The other thing, and again, I feel bad, like, My three-year-old is so demanding on our attention every single day, and we've created a little timeout reflection space for him. It's still in progress, but I don't want timeout to be scary. We do have to lock the door because he normally is frustrated, angry, screaming, kicking over something that happened, but he does need to reflect on his choices. Like, throwing his bike at his dad because we were asking him to push it right at home. And just to be clear, we're, we were only a block away. There's no need for the throwing of the bike. We weren't far. And, you know, he just gets upset. He pushes his sister down. He knows he's not supposed to do that. And I just want this space to be for him 
to calm down. Adults need space to calm down too. When we're frustrated, when we're angry, we say and do things that are not our characteristic. Like my three-year-old is a sweet boy, but sometimes he just has these meltdowns and he really loses it. And I want it to be like a safe place for him. We have like pillows. I put a little rug. There's a plant. He loves it. It's his plant. And it's a fake plant from Target, but he like loves it. We can put some books in there. I want to get some posters. I know that um, Generation Mindful has some that I'm looking at right now. And if you have this, I would love to see your pictures. I'd love to see what you're doing. And I'll post some pictures of the progress on this for sure. Because you really, I don't know, like I even need a space sometimes when I need to calm down. And I'm sure with his emotions it's important for him to have time to reflect. He did calm down. I let him use the meditation app Breathe Kids and he went into his little room. He got comfy on his pillows and he did his meditation and he he was ready to come out, which was really nice. But again, we'll see we'll see how this works out. Also, I just made my own pasta sauce and I'm going to try salsa this week. We have a ton of tomatoes in our garden. And I love making pasta sauce. It's so calming. It forces me to be present. It is a little time consuming. You know, it can take like one to two hours. And I did it during nap time. I put Taylor Swift on. I can't wait till the kids are older and we can do it together and they can learn. But it's just so nice to like have that time to dedicate to something that tastes so delicious. And I do want to kind of highlight that because it's actually in this little poem I'm going to read to you briefly but the idea of taking time to make something so pasta sauce or soup we're going to be looking at this concept of one step at a time today and I know me personally I am feeling overwhelmed because I have to make a million decisions about everything the future is unknown I mentioned on a previous episode how stressed I was about the environment after the 4th of July when we went for a hike and a swim and saw trash everywhere in our favorite spot. It was literally unsafe to be in that area with our family. And I think it was episode 33 with Thoughtfully Sustainable. I highly suggest you kind of pop back and listen to that episode, especially because if you are homeschooling your kids, Um, She has lots of great science curriculum. If you're not homeschooling your kids, to be honest, the curriculum is doable for all parents. It's items that you have in your house. There's nothing special that you need to buy. I highly suggest you follow her on Instagram and take a a look at what what she has to say. I think there's some really great things that we can do with kids from what we have in everyday life. I'm stressed and overwhelmed about racism in our country. I'm stressed and I'm grieving for the students who aren't starting school traditionally this year. Even if students are going in, it's just not the same and it's just not fair to them. I'm worried about what will happen when the mornings get cold and dark and I can't teach yoga outside anymore. I'm worried about the election coming up. We had three weeks in our house where we got hit with a lot of stuff, to be honest. And I don't want to make this like a bash session, but if you can imagine each day going a little like this, 
So this morning, our toilet overflowed for the first time ever because yesterday, one of the kids we were watching threw a Lego toy in it and flushed it down the toilet. And so we spent like a good like time unplugging the toilet, cleaning up the bathroom, etc. It's just like feeling like these last three weeks we're doing extra work on top of whatever we're doing normally. So I wanted to read this because one of my coworkers shared this on Instagram and it's for the Center for Mindfulness and Justice. So I'm going to give them credit for that. The Center for Mindfulness and Justice. My grandmother once gave me a tip. In difficult times, you move, move forward in small steps. Do what you have to do, but little by little. Don't think about the future or what may happen tomorrow. Wash the dishes. Remove the dust. Write a letter. Make a soup. You see, you are advancing step by step. Take a step and stop. Rest a little. Praise yourself. Take another step. Then another. You won't notice, but your steps will grow more and more. And the time will come when you can think about the future without crying. Elena Mikhalkova. Mikhalkova. One step at a time. The trash. I signed up to get a cleanup pack from the friends of the Wissahickon to help clean up the park. I ordered those grabbers for the kids and I can't wait for our next hike. It will be so meaningful in our community. I also signed up to become a friend of Green Conchi. I can't wait to get involved. I specifically would love to plant more trees there's a little survey you can take and you can get involved in Green Conchi to make a local difference in the environment. I've also been trying to get my produce from local farmers. I love Rainier Farms and Taproot Farms at Chestnut Hills Farmers Market on Saturdays. That was something that Jess from Thoughtfully Sustainable also shared with me. One step at a time. Racism. I mentioned, as have many others on this podcast, that I have been researching about systemic racism, and now I'm ready to make an actual change. To be honest, there's so much stuff out there that it is overwhelming, and I've decided that I want to take a diversity counseling training this fall to assume more of a leadership position and support people of color in my community. Again, there's so much out there. I actually reached out to a local Facebook group and have narrowed my search to two programs. So I wanted to be thoughtful and mindful about this, and I'm really excited to be sharing in the future what program I'll be doing and how that'll look in the fall. One step at a time. School. There's a lot of things we can't control, and control is often hard or the feeling of not having control is often hard. I reluctantly decided to send my oldest, the three-year-old, 
back three half days. So he'll be going to pre-K three from like nine to 12. I'm doing it for both him and for the program because we really like the program. Truth be told, I expected schools to open and then reassess around flu season. If you are keeping your kid out by choice, good for you. I applaud you as well. One step at a time. The yoga. Well, I can't control this one. I have to let it go. Continue to deepen my practice. One step at a time. The election. Again, I can't directly control this, but I can get involved by giving money to candidates that support my issues, watching the debates, and having civil discussions with those around me. And I think civil discussions are really important. One step at a time. Praise yourself. The time will come when you can think about the future without crying. So let's get settled in our cool down meditation. Just find a comfortable seat. That seat could be sitting cross-legged, putting a pillow underneath you and sitting on your knees. Maybe coming to a chair or couch. Start to lower the eyes or close the eyes here. Allow yourself to relax. Notice your heartbeat. Is it fluttering? Is it calm? How about your breath? Is it shallow or is it deep? Take a giant breath in and a long, slow exhale out. Notice your thoughts. One step at a time. Let your thoughts begin to dissolve. Bring yourself to the present moment. There's no need to think about the future or what may happen tomorrow. Let yourself settle.
place one or both of your hands on your belly. Begin to breathe through your nose, feeling your belly rise with each breath in. Each time you inhale, feel the breath in the belly. Each time you exhale, allow your whole body to soften. Allow your body to relax. Breathe in, feeling the whole belly expand. Breathe out, relax. Do this two more times. Together, let's move forward in small steps. Breathing in, exhaling out, staying here in meditation, or gently flutter the eyelids back open, and come back into this present space. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of But First Stretch. Just taking each step at a time. Slowly is better than not moving forward at all. And again, if you have any questions, please reach out. I'd love to hear how you are stretching your mind, body, and soul this week, this month. Have a great day.